So I'm a yoga guy. And one of the challenging things about yoga compared to traditional fitness is that there's a lot of moments in yoga where you're asked to move your body or position yourself in a pose in a way or in some kind of shape that you've never done before. So there's a lot of asking your body to move in ways it hasn't moved before. And there's a lot of shapes that you're asking your body to get into that it's never done before. So that's a very unique, that's a very unique proposition when it comes to yoga compared to traditional fitness is we tend to know the movements and we just execute them and we just move through them and figure we can figure it out as we go. And if you can bench press, if you can't bench press 300 pounds today or 400 pounds today, that doesn't mean that you don't know the movement. It just means you have to start by bench pressing 40 pounds or 50 pounds and building up, but we fundamentally know the movement. And this is one of the unique challenges to yoga in that way is we are asking ourselves to do things that we haven't done before. And the greater overall lesson in this is that one of the most difficult things for human beings to do is change. We tend to get stuck in our ways or we tend to we like fixed routines, right? Naturally, we're creatures of habit. And over time, if you look at a larger sample of your life, you probably have routines that are generally fixed, right? You probably eat the same few things for breakfast. You probably like to eat the same subset of foods throughout the day, or you tend to like certain restaurants, or you tend to, I don't know why everything I'm talking about is food, but we have habits that are difficult to change, and it, they don't happen on their own. And when you go back to this yoga analogy, which is in order to do things with your body you've never done before, you have to you have to use muscles in ways you've never used them before. So you're hardwiring your brain and your body to work in a different way. And this is the exact same thing in life, right? Which is if you want to achieve success or you want to achieve a different outcome or you want to achieve something you've never achieved before, you have to change your actions and you have to act in a way which you haven't acted before. And the theory is simple, but the actually getting to it, the action, changing the action, physically changing the action is hard because that creates changing new habits. But this is the way that we create change is by cultivating new habits. So a lot of times if we feel like we are not happy with our life or we're in a not, a not so good place or we, we're, we're feeling discontentment towards our job, towards our relationships, towards our health, whatever that is, we tend to say, well, I hate my life, right? That's the first place we tend to go. My life is no good. I hate my life. But the reality is we are not hating. We don't hate our life. We hate our habits. The culmination of all the habits that we have accumulated over the years is how we tend to judge our life. Because if we had good habits, those good habits would create different outcomes and we would no longer say that we don't like our life. We, hate, we don't hate our life because we have good habits. And so changing the way we perceive our life comes from changing our habits and being able to change our pattern behavior. And again, it just goes back to the body, I really like this analogy for the body, which is if you want to move your body in ways that you've never moved it before, you have to engage muscles in ways you've never engaged them or used them before. Having that in mind, the, the thing to become aware of in life is that oftentimes the things we want 
we deep down really want them, but at the same time, we have this counter pull. There's a very strong desire to have things we don't have, but then there's also a very strong internal resistance that we feel to that blocks us from actually getting what we want. And what that deeper internal resistance is just our, those are just our habits. We're we're struggling with internally to change our habits. And then if we can break those habits, like we, we tend to experience resistance towards success, new, any kinds of anything new with our habits, the resistance plays out in the form of our habits. And so by focusing on those daily habits that we've built up over the years, the first step to overcoming that difficult resistance and moving towards the success we want or the achievement that we want or the outcome that we want is by addressing the resistance, which is in the form of those habits. And those habits then double as the way that we perceive our life. That's why, that's why when we have positive habits, those positive habits are leading us towards our outcome that we're looking for, the success that we're looking for. And then we tend to perceive our life as good. So the quality of our habits tends to be the reflection of what we perceive to be the quality of our life. And the other level of discontentment that comes up is that if you have something you want to reach and you're not working towards it, or the habits that you have on a day-to-day basis aren't leading you towards that habit, we're moving in the opposite direction, right? So you tend to either be moving towards what you want or moving away for what you want. This is the process of entropy, which is there's no such thing as sitting stagnant. We're either moving forward or we're moving backwards, but there's no sitting still. So the, the, the compounding power of the habits that we accumulate is that they're either moving us in the right direction or the wrong direction. So then the discontentment comes from the fact that we're moving in the wrong direction and we're moving away from what we want. And then that gap of what we want to achieve or the goal or the outcome that we want to reach becomes even bigger because the direction that we we are moving in is further away from it. So we're now we're trying to hit a target that's even further away. And the, the, the distance between the the outcome we want versus the trajectory that we're on and the distance between not just the trajectory, but the distance between where we are and that outcome tends to reflect our contentment in life. So as we continue to move in that direction, even if we're far away, by the way, right? Like even if we're far away, but we have the habits that are necessary to move us towards that outcome, all of a sudden we tend to perceive that our life is of higher value and our contentment and our happiness goes up. We tend to view our life as good. Even if, and take this circumstance, right? For example, even let's say you're on a journey to lose a hundred pounds, but you have just started and you've committed to two weeks of going to the gym, working out, forming new habits, eating better and moving towards that goal. You may be a long way away from losing that 100 pounds, but the simple fact that you're moving in the right direction, even if you're starting, means that the quality of your life is now better. Even if you've just left the starting line and the finish line is miles and miles away, the simple act of starting and moving in the right direction means that the quality of your life is better. But to distill that back down further, you can say to yourself, the reason my life is better, even though I just left the starting line, is because in order to leave, the starting line is more of just a metaphorical representation of 
the line you draw in the sand where the old habits stop and the new habits begin. So that line, that starting line, and two weeks off the starting line is a bunch of new habits that you form. So those new habits then lead to those to a perceived higher quality of life and a higher level of fulfillment and a higher level of contentment, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things come into play when we are trying to get what we want. But understanding that our contentment in life and our happiness and the way we view our current state is just a reflection of the habits rather than saying, because people get really stuck in ruts and they'll say, I'm not very happy with all X, Y, and Z things happening in my life. The reality is to go back and rather than say, well, I'm stuck because the tendency is when we get that way to, to become, we get like in a hopeless state, right? Like it seems like it, it, we're like stuck in an infinite state of despair, but that is just a reflection of our habits. So one of the things that's so powerful to do is realize, like you ask yourself on a contentment scale of in my life, where am I? And you can rate that from a one to 10 and you can say that number's on the lower side or I'm not really content or I don't feel fulfilled in life. That's when it's time to take a good hard look at your habits and say, which one, which ones here can I substitute out and which newer habits could I put in? And that's a very easy way to determine what you should be doing. Because here's a little exercise is we know our habits. If we say our contentment level is a three on a scale of one to 10 and we substitute we look at those habits and we say, okay, so these are the ones, if these habits here are causing me a three, I need to remove a chunk of these and I, re I need to replace them with habits that would cause me to be an eight, nine, or a 10. So then the question to ask yourself is, if I could replace my current habits with newer habits that would cause me to experience a fulfillment level of life somewhere between somewhere in the eight, nine, and 10 range, what would those habits be? And those new habits that you replace with the old ones that you say, these would cause me to be an eight, nine, or 10, this new behavior would cause me to be an eight, nine, or 10. You've just answered the question of what you need to do to improve the quality of your life and reach the goals that you want. Because those habits, and this is the other thing with human nature, is if we aren't working towards something or we don't have a mission or we don't have a purpose, we also tend to not be fulfilled. So those eight, nine, and 10 habits that we replace the two, three, and four habits with tend to be habits and behaviors that align with the mission that we want to achieve. And that's what, again, gets us off the starting line and starts to move us in the correct direction and starts to get the, the momentum ball rolling for us to say, yeah, I'm fulfilled. So do you see how this whole cycle works is you can actually just hack the cycle. You can just do, you can do your own psychological analysis and realize, okay, if I'm not happy in life, it's a reflection of my habits. And then if I was to rate where I am on that contentment scale of one to 10, if I'm on the bottom half of the lower end of five, and I want to get to the higher end of five, closer to 10, then what would I need? Because oftentimes we know, we can just tell ourselves, this is what I need to feel an eight, nine, or 10. What are those things that would have to happen? And then as a result, you can then define those new behaviors pretty easily, those new habits pretty easily, and then get to work on them. So everything is really tied in, and it just goes back to my point, which is in yoga, 
If you want to move your body in ways you've never moved it before, you need to use your muscles in a way you've never used them before. And so creating new habits, right? We're creating new physical habits with our body, but that applies to life is that we create new habits by asking our body to do things it hasn't done before. Those are new those are new habits, those need to those lead to new outcomes and those new outcomes lead to the goals, success, the achievements, whatever it is that we're trying to reach all there. But it starts it all boils down to habit movement. So as simple as this sounds, think about it. I can actually hack my own ability to understand what makes me feel fulfilled by understanding what my goals are and replacing bad habits with new habits and behaviors that help me feel a fulfillment, a higher level of fulfillment on the scale. And as long as we're working and moving in that right direction, we're going to perceive our life to be really high quality. So the quality of our habits is how we determine the quality of our life. So that's the message for today's show. I hope that was helpful for you. Please do tag me in a story on Instagram. If it was, you can go down my social media links and Instagram links are in the show notes. You can go there, tag me in a story, ask me questions, share what you've learned, whatever you'd like to do. And please do share this with someone who you think could benefit from it. And as always, I would greatly appreciate it if you're enjoying the show to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts that would really help get the message and get this show out there. So have a good rest of your day. I will talk to you soon.